up, guys? It's Alex Gray. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. What's up, guys? It's Cooper Webb, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. I think uh, we're back. I think we got the cameras working, thanks to Scotty T. TJ uh, is on the road. DJ TJ is working tonight. He could not make it in, so Scotty may have uh, the apprentice, the Padawan learner for us Star Wars fans, uh, may uh, may have figured it out. So hopefully, it's, I think we're live on YouTube, so that's good. Uh, this is episode 175 of the Moto X Pod Show. Obviously, uh, I'm Dark Side, Scotty T in studio. What's up? Uh, I want to thank our title sponsor for the new year for 2021, a Cherubies USA. So stoked they're on board. For decades, a Cherubies has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories with products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last. A Cherubies has what you need. So visit a CherubiesUSA.com or call 1 800 659 1440. Let Brian Fullerton know that the Moto X Pod show sent you. Um, Jeez, my, my phone, my new phone's going off. It's not supposed to. We'll figure that out in a second. But thanks to Acherbys for being on board. Brian Fullerton, Talon Volan. Also, of course, X-Brand Goggles back on board. Torque One Racing, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamic Wrist Braces, Blood Lubricant Oils, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing for all you WP guys. One of the top WP suspension uh, dealer, dealers in this country. Williams Moto Works for all your engine needs. Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID. They did my graphics that everybody heard so much about. They did my badass jerseys with the Iron Maiden uh, logo is imprinted into the numbers. I love them. And uh, Extreme Colors helmet painting. Kirk Hunter killing it. He's got one of my formulas right now, so he's knocking that thing out of the park. Um, Scotty T, man, thanks for uh, getting the cameras going. How you feel about that? Uh, it's pretty good. The only thing is, is I can't get you solo for some reason. I'm gonna have to step away and check that out here. No, nah, don't worry about it. Just do. We just, but, yeah. but right here, we're good. Wide. We're, yeah, we're on cool. running. We're on that's it. That's cool. I mean, maybe text TJ and see if you can figure it out. But otherwise, yeah, don't don't sweat it. it. We don't need me solo on my own. Nobody wants to see that anyway. So, yeah, I, I just mentioned I, I went. I finally, in part of the cool kids club, I bought an iPhone. Got away from the droid. After, yeah, I'm, I'm well, still, you're still droid. So I'm you're still not, droid, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I was given a lot of crap by Kiefer and Mathis and numerous other people in the media yeah, Weege, whatever, you know, Mark. So I finally got an iPhone. Uh, but anybody that has an iPhone knows they no longer have an auxiliary input. Right. You have to use the lightning plug and buy what's called a dongle. Worst name ever for a product. But I bought the dongle that goes to auxiliary. It sounds like something lame that, I, that iPhone would come out with, a dongle. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. But this thing is what I'm supposed to run my cable that goes into our soundboard or mixer right. so we can have phone calls on the cell phone. When I have two people on, because I use a landline for one, and and we're gonna do that tonight. We're having Ryder Floyd and John Short yeah, on at the that's... same time. But anyway, when I plug this new iPhone into the board, you hear, tuk, 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 and it just records it the whole time. It sounds terrible. It's not working. So a new sound issue for TJ to figure out. But I, I'm using the Droid tonight, so we'll be good. Uh, along with John Short, Ryder Floyd, we've got Justin Rodbell on tonight. I know he was on Pulp last night. But I scheduled my damn interview first. I hit him up on Sunday. 
and did Oh, did you get sharked? What's that? Did he shark your interview, man? Maybe. I don't know. It wouldn't be the first time. He, he did it to us with Justin Brayton a few years ago, too. Like, the first time we had Brayton on. And then I, I scheduled it, like, on Friday. And then that next Monday, Steve had Brayton on. Like, you know, for the most part, Steve is going to cover most of what I would want to talk about. Right. From, like, the last weekend, right? So Or whatever. Thankfully, last night, he didn't talk to Justin a lot about his, you know, his youth, his amateur day. So, we'll get into some other stuff. But we're going to have Rod Bell on. And then Derek Dwyer's coming on. He is Geico Honda mechanic for Justin uh, Jeremy Martin. Derek's been on a number of times. Derek's awesome. We talked to him a little bit, so it's gonna be a fun show. Uh, I got a giveaway to do. For those of you that listened to the Rachel Bolin interview from Skid Row that I did, you guys know he has a company called Dirty Rocker Soap. Uh, he's got hey, which camera's running right? Which camera? No, can see it? All right, so got a couple bars right here that we're gonna be giving away, and here's how we're gonna do it. If you listen to the interview with Rachel, you'll know the answer to this question. If you did not, go listen to it. You've got two weeks to do the, to get us an email. Um, actually, I take that back. We're going to do Instagram. So go on Instagram, follow at Dirty Rocker Soap. Just take a picture of you at the track, you know, whatever. Coming off the bike, you're dirty, you're sweaty, you're at the track, whatever. Tell us why you need, you know, a quick little why you want Dirty Rocker Soap. Tag it, tag the show, and we'll pick a winner in two weeks. I've got two bars one of the bars has a Rachel Bowling guitar pick in it. The other one's going to come with a sticker. So a couple a couple things to give away. I think it'd be cool. I love this stuff. I use it all the time. Um, all right, WW Ranch, Scotty. Yeah, it was a good one. All right, so I thought the race was awesome. I liked the track. There was a moment in the 250 race where the guys were three abreast in corner straight away. But then I see like all over – YouTube, you know, and the Pulp Fantasy chat, and everybody's like, oh, the track sucked. It was one-lined. I thought it was great, dude. There was passing through the the split lane. That I, I don't know, man. We, I, I think I think I, I, I – the racing was great. The, everything was great about it. I think the fact that I used to have to go to uh, Wortham to watch the Texas National, yeah. and I knew there was other better tracks than that. And having to watch a, a flat track in the national circuit just doesn't make sense to me. It just okay, that, I just that, don't like it. That was one of the common complaints I saw was it's too flat and like I the jumps okay. were cool. Yeah, like I'm like okay, I I, I get Millville and Red Bud some elevation changes. You know, uh, Iron Man's got a little bit of elevation change. That's cool, but. I don't. I just like I want good racing, and I felt like we got good racing. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not that crazy about the sand either. So. Okay, well that's fair. But I, guess. I did enjoy the racing. Like I watched. I watched. I obviously watched. Dude, everything. I thought it was awesome. I mean, my boy Zacho just it, he's a beast up, and Zacho's going to win this championship. Okay, so I have a hot take. Okay, here we go. I have. I have a hot take on Tomac. Oh, all right. Okay. Funny because, <laughs> well, I'll let you finish. First. So, this. Arguably the first true because the season got pushed back. We were we were kind of in some northerners northern states to start the series when it's still late in summer. Hasn't really heat factor really hasn't been what it's normally been. Okay. Tomac hasn't lost his speed all summer. Tomac finally second moto, hot day, one of the hot the only hot national we've had. All of a sudden he's charging, making up ten seconds on everybody. And he and it was a tribute to Osborne for holding them off. I give him props for that. That was amazing. But that was that's Tomac. That's what Tomac does. He yeah. gets and the rest of the field, this is my hot take, the rest of the field is just faster now. And he just 
doesn't straight up have the raw speed anymore. I don't. Not think. much of a hot take, man. Every, even Eli said that. Do you listen to the press conferences ever? I mean, sometimes. Yeah. But he I, said that uh, this race. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday night. I I asked him a question that's kind of about this. I actually asked him if. You know the the two DNFs affected him basically mentally. Mentally, and was like, yeah, I like you're over it or whatever. And he said, man, like, the, these guys are faster, you know. And, and then he's got terrible starts. Well, it was and a hot like, take I, in my he, head. <laughs> well, he basically was like, hey, I can't make up that time anymore. I just can't. The, the, I'm getting horrible starts. Zach stepped up. A, Adams killing it, Fast. you know. And yeah, it's it's. And I was super impressed. I thought Eli was going to get him for sure. Yeah. And Zach kind of said in the press conference, you know, like. He didn't really say or hold back, but he saved a little. Like it, it, it almost he sort of contradicted himself the way I took it. But basically, he was saying he was going all out, but he knew with a couple laps to go that Eli was coming, and he when he had a gap, he sort of just took a second breath, basically. Yeah. And then once he got real close, he stepped it up, and that it was so impressive. Garrett, the fly hat, he already commented on that. Um, he he yeah, already he's he's already he's already on here. He already gave Zacha the championship. I think, yeah, unless he has a DNF. Like, unless he does, like, we almost had a Zach Osborne-type catastrophe at Millville with yeah. the flat. It, with Barring anything like that, he's got well, it. Well, and then to have that happen, and then you come back next week and go 1-1, and what, the probably the most challenging uh, fitness race that yeah, we're going to yeah. have. Oh, yeah. yeah that was yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it, had Marvin not ran into AC – it probably would have been a little different overall. Like I think AC definitely. Yeah, but went. I mean, but but I was not expecting. My biggest surprise with Osborne was uh, that first moto. Like I was like, okay, we've kind of seen AC's kind of on a hot streak right now. He's got that speed, and Marv's been kind of hit or miss too. But when he's on, he's on. And they were like, they had kind of slowly started to gap him, and I was like, oh, Osborne's just gonna play it smart. And he's just gonna kind of ride it in, and all of a sudden he he charged too, yeah. he charged him, and he put like five seconds but on he's him. He's been doing that every week. His, the, that he's was a incredible, beast, dude. He he. I think, I think now, like even with the flat tire at Millville, I think going into Millville, he was stor- still sort of got. Well, I know he was. He said it. Manage management, like yeah. a little bit defensive. I don't have to win, but with the flat tire and the big points, he didn't. He got the back loss, and did the, that. The, the gap getting smaller. He's like, okay, no more of that. I have to go on the offensive, and he said that in the press conference, basically too. Like, no more of that. I got now. It's time to go, and I think he's yeah. I just I I see AC probably getting a couple more wins, maybe some moto wins. I don't know yeah. about an overall, but there's only two left, dude. Zach Zach's gonna be a champion. I think, uh, and I am. I think Sexton's awesome. do a, a moto win. Really, you think he's gonna? Ah, man, I think he's do one. I don't think well, he's gonna get one. Oh, I, I he's, think okay. I think he's do one. Okay, yeah. and also. Um, Shout out to uh, Max Anstey on the HEB team. Yeah. That, uh, solid, solid ride. I love seeing privateer guys cool, up there yeah. in the top. He had a couple top. of cool lines. He had that line. Everybody was, <laughs> some people were trying to give him crap about that. Well, because but, in Supercross, you're not allowed to cross. But the, there's no, the but they said, like they said, no tough blocks. Yeah. I think it's cool. I've, I've, Shit. I would do, yeah, they, yeah. they used to do that at, uh, at Bud's Creek. You come over one of those hills and they kind of made a, the different elevation for the corner. Yeah, and yeah. at the end of the day, sure. they were, Wheel and jumping, using it to jump over right. the top into the inside rut. So it's the same thing as that. It's just bigger. So it looked, it looked like, but yeah, there's no flags, there's no markers. Right. Yeah, I, well, I, I think Davy Coombs said as much. So 
And uh, I was glad to see our boy RJ walk away. Oh, that geez. was scary. Dude, some big crashes this weekend between the GPs and the, what was crazy is that him GP, and Mason Gonzalez. Yeah, that GP crash where the where he whiskey throttled up the jump, and then this one that was Russian almost. Bob. Yeah, it was um, a Barbershev. Yeah, yeah, it was almost like the same wreck. Like like two different versions of this. Somebody tagged me in the the Russian Bob one and was like, "Dark side, is this you?" Because <laughs> I mean, it was much much uh, grander scale than my over jump, but that's what it felt where, like. Where did you over jump at? At Cycle Ranch when I punctured my lung and broke my. Oh, was that was, is that what you did? Because see, well, I always heard... I, I lost track of where I was and it was like a little wall jump, a brake check. Yeah. That just drops off. And then you you set up for like a big step up double. This was on Bradshaw's bike, right? Yes. Okay. And, and I just launched off of it. See, I knew that the, you wrecked Bradshaw's bike. Yeah. But I didn't well, realize. I just I I didn't whiskey throttle. I literally, like, I feel like I zoned out. I just I I hit the jump and I was like, what the hell just happened? Why am I up in the air? And like I was like, okay, this is gonna suck. Yeah. Because it was a hell of a drop, a lot bigger than it looked like on my GoPro. And then you know the way he slammed in the bars, that's yep. and just body collapse. That's what happened to me. It's funny at, at um, Diamond Diamond Dawn's a couple of weeks ago. I was talking to Scotty Winterstrom. He's like, "Dude, I've done the same thing off that jump." He said, "It's way bigger than anybody thinks," because he's like, "It's so big." Like he said, "I think I could jump from that over onto the double," but he oh, said, wow. "I just basically lost track of where I was." And you know, he had he's in better shape and he has better ride. He's obviously a yeah. better rider. And he's like, "But I didn't I didn't just blow up like you did." But yeah, it, that that when I saw that, I was kind of like, "Yeah, that that Russian Bob one was." Similar, just a lot bigger scale, but it's scary, yeah. dude. I mean, there's some big crashes that we can. Um, we've got about 15 minutes before we get Rod Bell on. Okay. Pulp, Pulp, you said you listened last night. Yeah, I did. Next month, so I got a week. I'll be in yeah. studio. What What do you think about when Steve and Kiefer and A Ray or all these guys are like, oh, Dark Side's going to lock up? Like, I feel like, does he not realize I do a show i don't think I, that's i don't think that's the point what do you think like do you i felt like he was I, I thought he was joking until last night i don't i think like lock up like i i think maybe they're trying to say that like you're you know like i don't know like they're i, I think they're just trying to say that they're coming for you basically like see, i didn't take it like that at all i think he thinks i'm gonna freeze up because i'm a super fan and like gonna be uh, oh is that what he was is yeah he, and i was like dude i was in studio in vegas i just thought that they maybe thought you that you'd get like i get as nervous but not starstruck just because it's mad yeah I, mean, I don't get it I you mean, have like a working relationship like i was now, almost so. getting irritated last night like going dude well, what the hell and then and, the tj thing did you you heard yeah, all that, I heard right that. so he he gave me some shit for that but it was he's weird about Okay, thing, so I know that, and I told TJ that before, and TJ's like, dude, please just ask if, you know, it's not going to hurt to ask. So I said, okay, hey. Basically, the text was like, look, I know, I think I even said, I know you're weird about people coming over. My producer, my co-host, who you've met, would like to fly himself to Vegas and just sit on the couch. He doesn't, I said, he doesn't want to be on the show. He literally wants to see, watch Marks and uh, Talon and kind of, like, look at the setup because... He's our producer, yeah, right? He yeah. does all the technical stuff. I said he's really interested in how everything runs on your show and equipment you use, and he would just like to sit, if that's cool. That was it. it, yeah. it and, man, he made it out to be totally different than like how I intended it anyway. And, again, some of that's probably busting balls, but he sounded – like, usually I can tell when he's fucking with me. Ooh, sorry about the language. Uh, let me, let me timestamp that. I'm going to cut that out. So uh, – Sorry about that. But anyway, usually he, I know when he's messing with me, and I didn't take it that way last night. Like, I think he was serious. Did you know? You were, you're just a kind of an outside. I, well, I think um, also, uh, 
which I'm going to, I can't do the cool little ticker thing, but I'm going to join them in the claw count here in, here in a little bit. In the what? In the, in the white claw count. Oh, yeah, okay. So uh, that being said, A-Ray a and uh, Cade were probably about four or five claws deep when when all that razzing was going on. So maybe contribute maybe. some of that and just kind of hype Steve up and he just kind of jumped on it, but... Well, I, I don't think I, I don't think you'll mention I the show. I don't think I'll be. Uh, six I times. won't be freezing up. And I, well, JT had JT went with five, so I texted JT. I said, "I'll keep it at five, then. I'll keep, keep it, it at five. Yeah, I, I mean, JT's my boy. Yeah, and JT's not really crapping on me. So, but I'm actually I don't. I'm not going to go in there and be go, like, if you do five and then you <laughs> then you then. You, uh yeah. Sorry, we had an audio issue there. Like the the damn software just quit recording. But yeah, I, I I'm I don't plan on. Just bringing it up and over, over. I expect him to maybe introduce me as Dark Star from the Moto X Pod show, like he would anybody else. But we'll see. I, I think it's going to be fun. I hope that our listeners, the people that are friends of our show, and there's some people on the Pulpamex chat room and YouTube and Discord, who I think are all planning. Out. They they all say they're going to call in, and it's it's well, going to be fun. I, I have a couple ideas of some things that I think I'm going to do to kind of mess with Steve that I think will be fun. So let it backfire on you. So it, it'll, be on, it'll be on YouTube. The, the, some of the stuff I'm going to do is visual. So if you guys can watch it on okay. YouTube or Facebook Live, check that out. But I, I think it's going to be fun, dude. I'm, I'm excited. Are you going to tease your hair do... out? No. No. <laughs> no haircuts. No. It's just going to be normal. Hopefully we do Kiefer after dark. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but it, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I was a little bit frustrated with the way he was responding to it last night. I mean, he's like, I don't know. I think it's just like... A, Garrett said, "Smack talks what Steve is good at. You'll be sure. fine, Dark Side." Yeah, yeah, I know he's smack talk, but I just took last night as a little like some of it. He was serious, like he really believed those things. But well, I don't know. Who knows? It's gonna be a good time. I hope our listeners uh, get involved and you know call in and yeah, support the cool. show. That'd be cool. If, like if I don't have to pr- even really say anything about the show, all the, like all our listeners call in, yeah. and bring it up, and you know, maybe well, ha- and well, and then Cade's running your. He's gonna do the, the wrap up show, show, yeah. Which really, I'm gonna do it. All. I'm doing all the legwork. <laughs> I'm gonna have it all prepared and just let him be the host. So I still got to do all the crap. Thing is, I'm, there won't be a show next next week here because right. I don't land until like three. So by the time I get home, we won't have time to do oh, yeah, the show. Figured. And I'll basically just start getting everything ready for the wrap up show. But I won't really be able to take notes like I normally do. I sit down in front of the TV and oh, watch Pulp on Monday nights with my notepad. I wouldn't try to do and that. I, and I, no, I'm not going to do that. So some of the listeners and anybody listening now that doesn't know, like if you guys listen to Pulp next week and you have anything that really stands out, timestamp it for me. Give me some notes. You guys help me out. Help me out with the wrap-up show because it's it's going to be tough to do the wrap-up show next week. But um, yeah, should be fun though. Yeah, I think it'll be cool. I think I I, I think it's like it's like the scenario the the the, the uh, analogy I can think of is like like you come you come up to somebody's house. And the pit bulls behind the glass screen door, and it's barking, and they're all barking, and they're foaming at the mouth. And then once you open the door, you go up and pet it, and then it just licks you and loves okay. on you. So, right, so Steve's the pit bull. Well, I mean, it's like a group of them. The like that whole that whole uh, atmosphere is kind of like a yeah. They're gonna it's kind of snarling, but then once you get to know them a little bit, and you sure. realize that your vibes are good, I think you'll be all right. That's why I was and trying to kind of analogy. talk a little crap. Like I was like, yeah, Kiefer better bring his A game. And yeah, that was funny. And Mathis was like. <laughs> Oh, 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 you're like, dude, I, I feel like I'm okay at this. Yeah. I mean, I've done way more shows than Kiefer has. I think they were just trying to, yeah, they were, I think they were trying to like, it's like a, like trying, to, build, trying to psych me out. Psych like, you out. Yeah. Well, like, 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 oh, you know, 
like a dominance thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to come in like Chris Jericho when the or Goldberg in WWE with the flames. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Bring it, boys. <laughs> it's going to be fun. So I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I want to give a shout out to, uh, I think, our one of our new listeners. I don't know if she, Samantha Marie may be watching on YouTube right now. Is she on there? She's... What would it be? What would, I have a it, it, a still Lynn ninety nine. No, no, Stylin. No, Stylin he's, he's he's one of our Discord listeners, dude. He's cool. He's helping out. He said Steve Steve acted like a dick last night. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'm, I won't keep that to myself. Uh, no, I don't know. If, I don't know if Samantha's on there right now or not. But she's gotten into our fantasy group and she says she was gonna check it out. Stylin's been helping me out uh, with Discord, and I think he may come on. He's from Australia, I believe. Oh wow. Yeah, I think so. So. What 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 is this? What's what is Discord? Like I keep hearing. It's this. basically okay. I'm not like a techie guy. I would just consider it's a chat room. It's like a private yeah, chat room. I mean, I kind of got that they they were and basically it, saying like it's vital. Yeah, but see, I don't. Live. Yeah, I'm, uh, with a forum. A yeah, forum. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just there's all these different topics under the pulp one under the the, the snowboard. Like there's a key for after dark, and you could comment on stuff, and just the people in that group, the the pulp fans that are on it comment check it out you can post some pictures there's there's another one that is for uh like drops so yeah. that people can post the, their pulp drops like the i just want to hear the motocross stuff or whatever those things are on there and you sometimes oh, okay. you can download them and it's cool it's just bs and you talk you know there's a bunch of people on there at different times um just talking about pulp and mechs they're on there during the show they're on there during the race well, they're pretty much on there all day. All different people at different times are on yeah. there all day long. Yeah, because that's that's what Steve was surprised. Steve at. thought it was he, always during the show. Like, yeah, no, it's twenty four seven, man. It, <laughs> I get message emails all night long. Like you miss messages on Discord. I mean, and that's kind of it's just kind of like the there's the, with this so social media and the internet trolls. It's just kind of the way it is right now. Everybody's got to everybody's got to have a sharp edged sword. You know, you you got to you 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 can't like everybody's going to be trying to talk talk smack so you just kind of got to just let it happen yeah and typically that doesn't bother me but for, it, it got to me i was a little i was just frustrated last night because i know steve knows i do a show but i don't feel like he gives me credit to be honest it didn't show it, being as from watching it it didn't seem too much because i've heard you up last the last couple of times i mean you called in the last three or four weeks well, i call in every, every week, every week. Yeah, yeah the promote. last three or four weeks i listened to yeah i always catch a spot and it didn't sound much different okay then it didn't feel much maybe different I was, maybe i was on the defense a little bit yeah may, maybe but it didn't it went like yeah they were i think they were i thought they were harsher on about the graphics than they were last night <laughs> yeah i can feel that yeah so i think it'll be all right it'll be cool they, they it's getting close yeah. so they got to hype it up well, i'm looking forward to it all right we didn't really talk to, about ww too much but we're gonna take a quick break okay and we're back with uh justin rodbell we all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need blood lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. Blood lubricant oil lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, blood lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown that engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. DJ TJ and I trust blood lubricants in our machines so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their chain lube, two-stroke pre-mix, polyclean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod show. Hey Kylie, does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way, Kathy. He uses shock socks. 
the original and number one 10 second removable fork sill protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork seals. So if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork seals, get Shock Socks. Go to shocksocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. If you're anything like me, you remember back in the late 80s, early 90s, all the cool custom painted helmets that you'd see on Supercross. Jeremy McGrath, Jeff Emig, Damon Bradshaw, all the top riders had custom painted helmets tricked out and I was super jealous. I could never afford to get one done. Now there's an option, extreme colors. When you're rolling up to the line with a custom painted helmet, it's one of the coolest feelings you can have. Kirk Hunter has been painting helmets since 1998 and his price is still the same. $295 gets you a professional, one-of-a-kind paint job on your lid. Just contact Kirk at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com or go to motoxpodshow.com and check out the contact links. Now you too can have a custom painted helmet just like Jeremy McGrath and be the envy of all your friends at a reasonable price. Follow him on Instagram at X-T-R-E-M-E-K-O-L-O-R-S, Extreme Colors. Let them know the Moto X-Pod show sent you. All right, our first guest of the night is brought to you by Blood Lubricant Oil Lines, which were created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. Whether you race supercross, motocross, off-road, side-by-sides, or even sprint cars, bloodlubricants.com has what you need. Visit bloodlubricants.com today. Use promo code MOTOX so we can kick Kiefer's butt and uh, save today. But tonight, Blood Lubricants brings us Justin Rodbell. What is up, dude? Dude, how are we doing? Pumped to be on the show tonight. Yeah, stoked to have you on. I was uh, I, I, When I saw that you were going to be on Pulp last night, I was like, crap, man, because Steve does such a good <laughs> job of covering everything. It, sometimes it you know it's hard to do anything other than talk about stuff that he didn't bring up. But we're going to talk. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. We're going to talk about your amateur days and just growing up riding and stuff like that a little bit. Some things he didn't cover. Um, okay, cool. Right. I wanted to ask you about the team, SGB. Uh, last year, I kind of met those guys, and they were helping Jordan Jarvis out, which, I mean, they're still helping her out. Uh, but they didn't yeah. have you. They didn't have A-Ray. Talk about the team and, you know, how that, that came about. Yeah, so uh, they're local to me, so they're in Maryland. Um, like, I just left the shop. I'm on my way back to my house now. Um, they're about two hours away from me. Um, Jason's been doing suspension for quite a few years now, and we haven't always worked. Like, he hit me up right when he started. Um, I was working with someone else, so I didn't want to be disloyal to them. And then, uh, just kind of, I went to Australia last year, raced over there. I think I got sixth in the 450 championship. Um, and they, they have some heavy hitters. But then when I came back, you know, um, they're coming back over to the States. There was no one really that wanted to help. So, uh, you know, Jason... Jason has said, you know, I, I'll try to help you for Supercross. Um, so we ended up not doing anything for Super, or I ended up doing the last couple rounds of Salt Lake with him. Yeah. And then uh, I, my boss, actually, I do HVAC for a living, and uh, he bought me, so Jason was like, you know, for outdoors to work, you have to buy a buy your race bike. Like, and, uh, you know, so I had to come up with $8,000 and <laughs> My boss actually uh, bought my race bike for me, and uh, so made that happen. So that's real—that's really kind of how I'm racing, you know, with people around me helping me get out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's—I it's, uh, mean, it, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it—it's uh, it, working. We got a 
pretty solid crew, you know, working together. You know, it, it does, it's not like just, you know, not just Jason. It's not just one person. You know, it takes a team uh, to make it all happen. So Yeah, it's a true privateer team. And, I mean, you're a true privateer. You know, it, I mean, you're not doing it out of a pickup necessarily, but. No, it, no. Like, I, I fly into the race, um, but, you know, that comes out of my pocket. Yeah. I'm flying. Yeah, like, that's that's my choice to fly. I could drive, so. Um, yeah, that's kind of how it works. Um, you know, we 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 don't get a lot, but we I feel like we're doing pretty good with what we got. Yeah, and it's 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 been very impressive. I I play pulp fantasy, obviously, and uh, there was one week uh, in particular, I think Red Bud one maybe, where I was actually leading. I was first overall for a little bit, and you were one of my picks. Uh, <laughs> I ended up I think tenth overall, which still was the best I've ever done. Uh, and so yeah. I, yeah, so I appreciate you for that, but. Just going back to the privateer thing, like, you know, we know the, the backbone of this sport is our privateers. It's getting more yeah. more and more difficult. It's, uh, Go ahead. It's uh it's it's honestly pretty sad how the sport is, like Yeah. Because I mean, no offense, like I'm not knocking, you know, pro motocross or anything, like, you know, thankful for them to put it for putting on a season and getting us out there and like, you know, that that's great and everything. But like no I didn't get paid for the first half of the season till like last week and if, as a privateer like if that's all you're relying on it doesn't work no it's 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 a i don't want to use like it's not say it's broken necessarily but there's some adjustments that need to be made yeah like we like no like if that's what that's what we rely on uh it'd be nice to have a monday mon- money that tuesday after the race like they said they usually do yeah um just, just to get to the next race. That's really that's what we need it for. We're not going out and doing dumb shit. Like <laughs> we need to we need to get to the next race. Like if I didn't have my job and get paid every every Thursday, I wouldn't get to the next race. That's kind of how it is for me. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how. I don't even know how some other people do it. Well, they they, they have people helping them out. They have to, and you know, like you, you, you're doing it for the love of it, right? I mean, you're not obviously. You're yeah, not- like everyone's like, yeah, like uh blah 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 like really i'm just doing it for the like i like i like people cheering me on i'm doing it for the fans like i'm not making any money i just love riding dirt bikes like so i I mean that's that was yeah it'd be badass if you make money doing this but i feel like you have to treat it like you know we're just out here having fun and if you make a dollar badass but if you don't don't go crying about it yeah, that's a good attitude. I think you having fun was uh, pretty evident in the story they were telling last night about you, you know, heel clickers and stuff over the leap. We didn't get to see any of that, you know, on TV. I wasn't there for that, but that that uh, that would probably brought you a bunch of new fans. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, that's what it's all about. Like, if we don't have fans, like, we don't. I'll try to, but like, for me now, it's like, all right, so if I can get some fans, you know, sponsors will start paying me because because my name's kind of known, you know. Uh, so that's where I'm at now. I'm trying to build a fan base to where I can maybe make a little money riding my dirt bike, you know, and uh, maybe take it a little more serious and uh, see where it goes. Yeah, well, you're, you're killing it, though, man. It's, it's for the position you're in, uh, working a full-time job, and the way – yeah, you're I, you're killing it, dude. I mean, it's it's pretty rad. It's impressive. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just like to keep it fun and, like, hang out with my friends, like, well, I have all the locals come over and ride at the – we have a track at the shop where I work, and it's pretty badass. And, like, have all the locals come over, and we'll ride, like, on Wednesdays till dark. Like, that's what it's all about, you know. Like, I don't know. That's what I enjoy. Like, 
I don't need, I'm not even doing like time motos. I'm just riding my bike and having a great time. <laughs> just having a good time. That's awesome. I love it, man. It's a good story. Uh, yeah. Uh, so just kind of, I mean, you're kind of a rare story, man. Like, like normally the guy, if there's a guy getting top 15 in outdoor nationals, like we've heard about him at some, some point, but the first time I ever heard you ever heard about you was last night on pulp. And like, what's yeah. it kind of like coming under the radar and just kind of being like that guy, like how, like you, the first race you entered, you know, this year, this year, last year, you're, you're just kind of another privateer guy. And now all of a sudden you're on, you know, a couple of shows and you're getting mentioned and on, on the broadcast and everything. Like how, how quickly has it changed for you? Yeah, it's, it's rad for sure, but, like, like I just treat it like it's another day. Like, uh, going to the races, like, everyone's like, dude, every time you're lining up, like, right next to Osborne, I'm like, well, they're the ones who get the good start, so I'm trying to be right with them, you know. Um, and it's cool, like, I but like, in amateurs, like, I race, I grew up racing, like, Julie Swole. Um, I raced, like, Pierce Brown a little bit. Um, probably raced Forkner at Monster Cup one year. You know, like, I've always kind of, like, I've been there, right? Like, I got third and fourth in Super Mini, one and two at Loretta's one year. Um, like, I've been in the mix. Like, I almost won a Loretta's title at 450B. I lost that by a point. Wow. <laughs> that that kind of hurt. Yeah, but, I bet. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's life, you know. Uh, so, I mean, and I got, like, my A year at Loretta's, I got sixth in open pro sport. And I cleaned out the last lap of the last moto of 250A for for fifth overall. Right. And I didn't get to finish. So like, I've been in the mix. It's just yeah. kind of, it's just kind of like no one's really like Mitchell Falk, Derek Drake. Those guys like, that's who I grew up ripping with. Yeah, that's. I mean, and if at that level, if you're not winning, then you, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you don't get anything. Yeah, everyone's just like, oh, you know, you're you're fast, but. Good job, buddy. Like, pat on the back. It was like, damn, you know? Yeah, what do you... Uh, so it's, it's definitely cool now, like, because I kind of had, you know, like, growing up, it was like, you know, that's my dream, that's my dream. And then, like, basically when I got back from Australia, it was like, all right, you know, like, that's, that's really... Your dream's not really going to happen. You know? Like, you kind of had to have a realization, like, all right, you're going to have to go get a job, take a step back, you know, make it work somehow or another so you, so you can go racing. It's like mom and dad's like not nah, flipping the bill. Right. Yeah. And they like it, and you know they'll they'll help a little bit, but they're and I don't even I don't even expect them to flip the bill. And you know anyway, I don't ask for that. So. Yeah, that's um, that's a bit of a gut check, but it's also you know it's like it's a growing up moment, right? Well, okay, now I got. Oh yeah. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts for real. It hurts <laughs> for sure. But you got to do it. <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit. You, you talked a bit, a little bit about some of the amateur nationals and that kind of stuff. But just growing up in Maryland, what what was the moto scene like? You know, how'd you get into it to begin with? Yeah, so it all like it all started. Uh, my dad used to race. Uh, he's just you know like a local dude. Loves dirt bikes. Um, you know, he helped build. Uh, like when Pastrana was a little kid, he helped you know cut down the trees to build his his track <laughs> over in Annapolis, Maryland. So yeah, yeah. Um, when I, I grew up, I kind of rode there once or twice. Um, but I, I, I would race, uh, like the Mama MX series growing up. And I think the first year I went to Loretta's was 2009. Okay. I got 26. Like, and I was just a mediocre kid, you know, uh, I think I went to Loretta's, I've been to Loretta's from 2009 all the way till 2018. Wow. Every year straight. And, uh. 
I didn't do good till like 2014. I think I trained for like a month for the first time, and I podiumed the first moto of the week and mini senior and 85 spot. So, so that was kind of when I was like, oh, you know, like I'm kind of fat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was training with Tristan Charbonneau, if you know him. Yeah. And uh, Rob Burkhart. Okay. Down in GPF. And uh, after that, I was kind of like, all right, you know, let's maybe take this a little serious. Just put in some work, see where it goes. Well, and I tried, but, you know, amateurs, I really think the amateur scene, like, it has a lot to do with what equipment you're on. And the motors are so short. And, like, in amateurs, I didn't really take training that serious. We're like, I don't have a trainer now, but I kind of have an idea of what to do. Well, I'm they, a little older. I kind of have a base. I'm you, still building. Like, I'm only 19 years old, but. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't realize you were that uh, young. Jeez. Yeah. So, like, I know in a year or two, like, I can be a lot better. Yeah. So that's really my goal to, like, just to build consistently and be in the mix. Yeah, well, I think you're, you're you know, like Scotty kind of said, sort of coming out of nowhere and starting to show a few results. You know, you're getting real close to that top 10 uh, and doing it on, you know, uh, with a program that's not even near near the guys that are in the top 15 for the most part. Yeah. So it's showing something. And I don't know, when you're at the races, I, I, I was only at the first Loretta's race, but do you do you go to the other team's? trucks and and i don't know how easy that is now with the covid stuff but go up there and introduce yourself and and talk to the team managers and kind of make them aware that hey i'm here if you need me type thing no i haven't um i mean the way i kind of look at it is like you know if if they they, they're watching you know uh obviously like i that would probably be a smart move on my part i'm a little shy in a way i would say well let me tell Uh, you let me tell you, dude, I've talked to those guys, and Steve will tell you this. They're not going to come looking for you. I told John, yeah, Short, I I told John yeah. Short this last year, uh, and I took him over to Geico and Derek Dwyer, who's going to be on a little bit, Just uh, Jeremy Martin's mechanics, like, hey, yeah, we're watching you, but, like, nobody, you know, you you got to come over here and tell these guys that, you, you know, get them, they need to know you, and they want to get to know you. And uh, Steve would tell you the same thing, you know, you got to go out there and – put your face out there and i took john over to rocky mountain after the geico deal and introduced him and and uh got he got to go down to blake baggett's place and train so like if you you got to go man put your face out there because i really think that's a big deal they want to know that you're wanting it right they you got to go approach them being shy i get it man but dude i would really suggest with with the results you're starting to put in to go start putting your face out there to those guys yeah, and, uh, yeah, for sure. I'd, I'd love to ride for a team like that. But, I mean, for right now, I'm, all the teams are basically uh, – the 450 teams are basically full out, sure. from what I know of. Yeah. And, like, and every dude that, I mean, has one of those rides, not to, like, say anything, but they, they deserve what they have in a way, you know, I think. Um, like, uh, like, Vogel, like, dude, he's a champ. Like, all that, like – those are the dudes that I feel like are beating me, you know. Um, I don't know. I, maybe I'm a little humble, but I, I feel like they deserve what they have. Like, Well, they do. I can't really, really knock them for that. No, like, yeah, no. I'd love to ride a factory bike by all means. But I think I still have some work to do on my part. Okay. And I can improve, improve a lot on my – like, I think I need a whole other year. And then if you put me on a factory bike like I, for outdoors next year, yeah, we're, we're in the mix. But 
right now I think it's like uh, partially myself holding me back. You know, I need to work a little bit harder. I just need to be better in the 30-minute motos. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. You, but you... I think it comes with time. Like like I said, I'm only 19. Right. So, and uh, it's hard to build that 30-minute endurance when those guys are 30 years old. <laughs> They've been doing it for 10 years. Definitely. So, definitely true. Um, so I think as the season goes on, like I've been getting as a, better as the season goes on, and I think next year you'll see a whole different me as a rider. I like it. So, do you do you plan on staying on the 450 and kind of trying at that for a while, or are you gonna are you gonna go down 250 lane and and get some better results, or where where, where do you where do you see that going next year? Uh, for, so for Supercross, I we talked at the shop today, and uh, the plan is so my race 450 that I'm riding in the outdoors. I'm gonna we're gonna set set that up for Supercross, and then we're gonna set up a 250, um, get the motor time, get that thing ready to go. And then whichever one I feel more comfortable on, I might end up doing uh, like 450 East and then 250 West or, you know, opposite. Yeah. But I'm probably going to try – I'm going to try to race all the rounds just so I can make money and and make it all work. So. Well, and um, I think with the way things are going, this 2021 may be – it may be easier for a guy like yourself because it sounds like they're going to probably only be at a few stadiums and do like uh-huh. double and triple headers – so maybe you won't be having to go back and forth across the country all the time. Yeah, and that, that'll work definitely better. And uh, hopefully for – I'm going to try to work out a deal and uh, get to training, you know, maybe with a rat tray or someone down in Sandbox or something like that. So okay. I can, uh, get a program underneath me and maybe like two solid months of training on Supercross before that round one. Um Think will help me a lot definitely yeah yeah that, that that's a big thing man it, you, you'd be surprised how much difference that'll make yeah so i think with doing all that and you know uh like really taking a step forward with it at all i like coming into supercross obviously people aren't going to expect much but you know i have expectations and things so just I mean, mainly well, uh, just mainly like steve you got to focus on beating a ray right i mean that's the biggest <laughs> goal so, yeah. <laughs> speaking of A-Ray, we have a fan question. Uh, how much has A-Ray and his previous depressed state affected the SGB team? How much is what? His his previous depressed state, how much did it affect the team? <laughs> it's not too bad. I mean, he's, uh, he's actually really fun. And, like, he's kind of brought me under his wing like, like I'm his little brother or something. Yeah. So, and like we're we're best friends, we get along really well. Like we have a great time together. Um, I don't know. He's a fun teammate to have. You know, like if I beat him, he's not mad. If he beats me, I'm not mad. You know, like it's not like it's really not like a piston match. Right. No. Um, a Ray's good. When you deal with that, it gets really it gets quite annoying. Like when riders you come back and they're like, "Fuck this, fuck that." Like, dude, like calm down. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, you, you're getting to ride a dirt bike, dude, for a job. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I yeah, a race really good people. He's fun to kind of give a hard time to, and he. But, oh yeah, everyone, dude, everyone gives him so much crap. Like when his bike was blowing up, <laughs> everyone was in a bad spot. Like I felt so bad for the guy. They're just laying into him. I'm like, yeah, man, it wasn't even his fault. Like they're like, man, a ray, a ray, a ray. I'm like, dude, <laughs> he's like, dude, do you see this? Like, <laughs> what did I do wrong? <laughs> Yeah, he. I mean, a lot of that stems again from Polk because Steve kind of stirs the pot. Yeah, 
Yeah, and, Steve you know, definitely starts it. Yeah, and, and the, the Twitter feed starts blowing up. The the Pulp Nation is strong, man, and they love getting on board and just giving him a hard time. And it's really – I don't think any of it's out of hate or, like, you know, it's mostly all out of love. But A-Ray gets yeah. wound up, dude. He hits that block button fast. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's funny. He's good That's people. Awesome. Yeah, I like him. Um. So you mentioned goals a little bit before I let you go. We get Supercross going. Like, what? Tell me what your goals would be for the beginning of the season and what you want to build to. I just want to. So I just want to keep putting it in the main event consistently, like a solid main event, dude. Um, I feel like that's a solid goal for me. I haven't had a full season of Supercross yet, so this right. Was, I mean, I've done Daytona and then I did a few rounds in Salt Lake, but like. That was on no practice, no training, just off the couch. Let's go race. So, um, if I put in some work, you know, I I expect to just put in the main, like, consistently, get some good starts, um, you know, be in the mix. Like, that was the goal this year, just be in the mix. Show your face, you know. Oh, get a good start. Like, just be in the mix, like, showing your face, because if you're not doing that, no one's noticing. Yeah, definitely. And you almost got to be a little, like, I don't know. I kind of look at all the riders nowadays, and like, yes, we also. I take it very serious. Like, I love what I do, riding dirt bikes. But like, you also kind of got to step, take a step back, and like, okay, what if I don't can't come back to this town next year? Like, let's go check shit out. Like, I'm trying to cruise the town. I yeah, don't know. yeah, you're you're trying to enjoy the whole experience, man. Yeah. Like, so I'm, like, I just thinking like, oh, well, I could maybe not be racing next year. So you never know what's gonna happen. So I don't know. Live it like it's your last. That's awesome, man. That's awesome, dude. Well, Justin, it's really good, cool to get a chance to talk to you. Um, I wish I had actually introduced myself at the first Loretta since that was the only race I made it to. But uh, when Supercross gets around, I'll, I'm sure I'll be at a few of them, especially if Dallas is one of the stadiums that I'm hearing could be a, a double or triple header because that's that we're, about, yeah, we're about two hours from Dallas. So um, awesome. I appreciate yeah, let me know. it. Will do, man. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, good luck this weekend. You uh, more than likely will be on my fantasy team, so keep that in mind while you're out there. No quitting. Hell yeah. No quitting. I'll be digging. I'll be digging. Don't worry. All right. Keep digging. Get that. Yeah, I don't know what your handicap is. It doesn't matter. I trust you, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks, All right. man. Thanks, Justin, dude. It was cool talking to you. We'll talk to you soon. Hell yeah. All right. Thank so, you. Justin Rodbell. Yeah, cool dude, man. Uh, I, I like that he, he's just – having fun man he is enjoying the moment they kind of touched on some of the the extracurricular activities last night on pole yeah him and a ray getting together i, was, I can only imagine yeah but, i was gonna i was gonna ask how much he had to babysit a ray oh, in nashville sorry. no i mean yeah, you, like no it's, i got i got just throw your hand up if no, i got a ray questions in but i was like that was yeah. one of the ones i was gonna see like how much of a mess he was because that was when it, when they were telling that nashville story after all the loretta dns right and like i bet he i bet that was wild <laughs> um but so TJ, TJ was texting me while we were recording. Yeah, well, I got said this your mic was a little hot. Little hot? Yes. Yeah, so uh, that's me. I turned you down. Okay. So, well, and also I I got your camera working and then put it on oh. you while you were talking and then forgot to change it back. So we're <laughs> okay. we're, we're getting there. Yeah, we're, yeah, one we're, one step we're at learning, a time. Right. Yeah. Um. But uh. So like, if the YouTube people can let you know how the volume is, that'd be a big help. Um. If everybody can hear you fine or whatever, but I think we got it going. I do want to uh, kind of re talk about the dirty rocker soap thing because i i had another idea that i was thinking about i forgot to mention it so if you guys are interested in winning the dirty rocker soap 
Instagram a picture, like I said, of you guys at the track or dirty or whatever, you know, like you need soap, right? So that's what that's what I want the picture to be, something like that. Follow at Dirty Rocker Soap, tag at Dirty Rocker Soap in the Moto Xpod show, but all, in your post to make sure you listen to the Rachel Boland podcast. I want you guys to let me know what song he wrote meant the most to him. That was a question I asked. Uh, it was actually probably my favorite Skid Row song of all time. So yeah, you gotta you gotta also put that in the in the post, and we'll pick a winner in two weeks. Like I said, probably no show next week unless TJ and Scotty want to come in and do something on their own. Scott uh, TJ doesn't know if he'll be here, so it's hard to say. But anyway, yeah. well, we'll pick a winner in two weeks. Um, the f- volumes. Everybody said volume was good on YouTube. Was it too? Was it too loud? Well, I don't know how TJ's listening, but I just said you're on the on the software. Your yours was way louder, which is funny because it used to be. Well, you got these well, new mics the now. New, well, yeah, you, you're on TJ's mic right now, and that other mic hopefully will be the same once we get you back over there. But all right, let's uh, let's take another commercial break, and we'll get Derek Dwyer on. Oh, and by the way, John Short may not be joining Ryder Floyd now because he thought the interview was last night and wondered why I never called him. <laughs> so I don't know if he's going to be on or not. But Ryder's definitely going to be on. So we'll we'll see what happens here in a little bit. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Entercamp. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeeUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm, and for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy lock-on grips today. Right, our next guest of the night is brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, which has become the top choice for many of the top privateers like Ben LeMay, Jacob Hayes, Ryan Brees, John Short, and many more. So visit xbrand.com or hit me up, darkside at darksidemx3 at aol.com for prices. Tonight, X-Brand brings us Mr. Derek Dwyer. What's up, dude? Not a whole lot. Just at the shop uh, doing some finalizing before 
this weekend's race. Yeah, you're getting things ready for J-Mark to make a run up at Lakewood. Um, so let's talk about this, man. We, we hear so much. Even J-Mark has talked tons about the star bike being better or more powerful. What can you guys do to get that thing closer at elevation? Like, what are you working on? You got any secret tips? Um, I mean, actually, for the last few weeks, we've been trying to put some more things together. Um, it's no secret. I mean, their starting platform is um, above most of the manufacturers. Sure. Um, so it's easier when you start a little bit higher to make more power. And um, um, we're definitely closing the gap, I would say. So uh, the last, let's, mm, pretty much since uh, Redbud, we've been really putting some stuff together and it seems like it's it's getting there. I mean, like last weekend, you know, the deep sand, it kind of, it definitely shows a little bit, you know. Um, our guys had to ride the wheels off the bike to, yeah. to keep the same momentum and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, there's the engine R&D guy, Ryan Cox, he's he's been on the dyno the last couple of days trying to sort some stuff out. Um, you know, there's the typical you change your mapping, you change your gearing and, and stuff like that. But, um, on our team, we also focus on the chassis. So when you change gearing, you're changing chassis, mm-hmm. uh, numbers and stuff and the feel. So we want to try to keep that the same. Um, so we've just been running through our options and, and I believe we'll have a pretty good platform. I mean, in 2018, Jeremy, he won the overall there. So, um, and then that was a brand new bike at that year. So, you know, we were still a little bit behind then, um, and we're substantially further now. So I feel like we're, we're not going to be in a bad spot. No, I mean, it's been really impressive what Jeremy's done this year. Um, you know, especially with the way things have been over the last couple of years, but I want to talk more about you. So you've been his mechanic, you were his mechanic when he got hurt. Uh, and you've kind of, in the last couple of years, had to bounce around a little bit. You've helped out Cameron McAdoo and a few other guys. How good does it feel to have your guy back and not be, you know, just kind of back and forth or just helping out the other guys? Like, you're in the championship hunt and your guy's back and it's you two doing your thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really good um, this off season. Like, he come out here, you know, and we put in – a solid three months leading into the series or four months actually. Um, and we've done, we did a lot of testing and just getting, you know, every week it was a new thing. Like we're digging this guy out of basically a grave, you know, and and every week he's getting more fit. He's getting faster, more comfortable. Um, so it was a constant change, you know, and like, and it's as little as, couple little settings suspension to start with and you know like here's an engine package get used to that and then you know the next engine will be a little bit better and then you're going faster so suspension's more um but the process has just been unreal uh super super stoked on the way the season's been going um supercross wasn't necessarily what we had hoped for but going in you know we we were shooting for a podium position and we landed it and um you know so it's like okay we're we're there but we knew what our weaknesses were and that was going to be you know guys had been racing the year before yeah and we hadn't so um we really he he's 
unreal when it comes off the bike and he he just kept taking every week as a step forward and learning from it and trying to get there and you know at some point in um salt lake when he made the decision and the team did to step out of the supercross series he focused on outdoors because he knew that he had to be a lot further along and um we did a lot of testing and um chassis stuff with uh, factory connection back in New Hampshire, one on pretty much one on one with the owner Ziggy. Mm. Okay, and you know we made the bike to where he's comfortable with it again, um, just like he was in eighteen. And I think his results are showing because of that. And you know, obviously, it gave him a little bit longer to to get his body to be able to take the beating weekend and week out of the the weekend races. You know, right, right. Um. How, you know, he's, he's talked a lot about, you know, the the working in the motorcycle shop and, and Mathis has given a little bit of crap about that. But the the kind of re-evaluating uh, your life, right, and what's important to you and realizing how good things are. Did, did you see, even before he got back on a bike, did you see a huge difference in him of, like, where his mind was at, where his uh, drive was? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, he never really put it out there too much, but he was at the darkest point of his entire life, his yeah. career, you know? He was like, at one point, it's like, am I going to be able to ride again? Um, but I feel like that changed pretty quick. Um, I think he was like, it doesn't matter, I'm going to get back to the top, you know? So, um, but he needed that distractor, and I think uh, Mathis actually was blowing him out about it, you know, a couple weeks ago. And he just said, you know, he gave Mathis some insight. And it was literally he just he needed a distraction of, of, you know, the life that he was in at that moment. And it was perfect because ultimately these guys, their careers are so short that um, I think it opened him up like, okay, this is what real life is going to be after, <laughs> you know, I'm done being a professional athlete. Sure. And, um. I definitely saw a change in his perspective. Um, he he really did a lot of analyzing, like video work and all of that stuff when he was sitting on a couch for the six months. And, I mean, he was constantly thinking, all right, I, need, I know what I need to get my bike better. I need to do this. I need to do that. But he wasn't able to even do any of it. Couldn't even walk, you know. So um, him getting that job it was just a, just a sidekick to to just get his mind off of the negative side of things and, and put a better perspective. But he's definitely a different individual uh, from it. I think he's grown tremendously. Um, his testing skills have improved because I believe he hyper-focused on what he wanted to make stuff better. And, I mean, honestly, he's, he's a better individual human and racer all together. That's so. good to hear. Good to hear. Um, yep. So on 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 J Mart's bike, what's what's he the the pickiest about? Like what can what is the one thing that you can change and he would never notice? And what is the one thing that if you just touched slightly different that it would completely throw him off? Uh, so he he's actually a really picky individual. Um, there's a lot of things I modify that other guys don't have to touch. But his, I would say his biggest thing right now is, like, 
we have work bar rubbers. And if I put a new set on, say, like the, the Ferrandis incident at Redbud, um, I hadn't touched his bars, his rubbers, or anything from Salt Lake City. And I got there the next weekend, and I had to do it because he had twisted the bars. He he told me, he goes, you put new bar rubbers on my bike. And I was like, I did. I had to put new bars and bar rubbers, but yes, I did. And he goes, now, can't we just get some used ones or something? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I could go through the shop and round up some used ones. But honestly, the front of his motorcycle, he's super sensitive to feel. And then uh, his shock. His shock is one thing that um, he always talks about on the podium, too, is just, you know, fine-tuning that. And uh, it's a it's a never-ending process. But, um, you know, like, we're getting there, and I would say those are those two things. So, yeah, okay, so kind of going off of that a little bit, like, how it, it, what, um, how many, was there five Geico bikes under your tent right now? Yeah, there's five. Five? Um, if, if you were to ride each five of those bikes, how completely different would each one of those be? Well, um, I would say Jeremy's is by far out in left field. Um, <laughs> okay. Tons of, it, it, you know, obviously stature, weight, that's a lot of it. Um, but he also feels things that other guys don't because of, you know, uh, you know, you got Carson and you got Joe and you got Jet. Actually, all the other guys, the Lawrences, they're all like six foot. So they can leverage the motorcycle so much different than Jeremy. So Jeremy has to like set his bike up to allow him to leverage as much as he can. And yeah, if you were to jump on Jeremy's and then go jump on everybody else's, I would say like Jet and Hunter's are almost identical. Um, Carson's is probably pretty close to how Christian Craig's was in Supercross, but, you know, transition to outdoor settings. And then uh, Joe's kind of the same as Carson, I would say. So those four guys, I'd, they're in a pretty good zone, but Jeremy's out in left field. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But, hell, he's killing it, so <laughs> it's working, right? Yeah, um, I mean – we're doing doing what we can. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, let's talk about, dude, the the negative of the year for the team, man. The the Geico pulling out. I know that that's stressful. It's got to be stressful for the team. You guys are going to figure something out. Um, you know, how is it under the tent right now internally? You know, uh, you guys are going to obviously you guys are going to figure it out, but it's got to be. It's got to be making it a little more difficult. I mean, it's it's still something going on, a little drama while in the middle of the season. Yeah, um, well, so we were all told basically the same day um, that we won the first national, first outdoor national for for Jeremy and Indy. Oh wow! Uh, it was thirty minutes after we had just you know got our bikes back, and ev- the team called us into the truck and was like, "Hey guys, this is what's happening. Uh, we want to put it out there so that you you know we want you to know first. Um, so like you go from this." We won high, you know, Jeremy's coming back from this huge deal, uh, finally puts, like, that stamp that he's there, you know, and he's capable. Uh, And then it's like, 
wah, wah. You know, Geico's pulling out of our team, potentially out of motorsports. Uh, we don't really know anymore. We'll let you know as soon as we can, but we are going to get going on trying to find something to replace. So I would say for the most part, believe it or not, all the guys kind of just took it as, all right, this is another challenge. Um, nobody's been really that down about it. We have really good owners, and those guys, I mean, they're so sincere. You know, Ziggy and Jeff both, when they were telling us the whole situation, you could just hear it, that it was like hurting them to have to even tell us. So um, it kind of gives us a little bit of that. Um, they're going to work their butts off to, to make sure we can try to go racing next year, you know. And um, right. I would say now that it's getting closer to the end of the season, you know, like we're, we're in this championship battle. Um, my focus has constantly been I – you know, I think that was seven weeks out. I have seven weeks. I just need to finish this job, do the best I can, Jeremy do the best he can, and perform on all cylinders type situation, mm-hmm. and then let the rest play out. You know, like, I can't control if a sponsor comes in. Um, but I do know that guys have, like, reached out to multiple different big companies on behalf of the team. Uh, so it's not only the owners looking, you know, it, it's, a little bit of everybody, but we've all kind of just said it is what it is. We have a really good thing going. We haven't been, we haven't had an outdoor title since 2013. And, you know, if we can, if we can make history and it'd be the last Geico Honda bike to win a title, that would be amazing. You know, yeah, so, no um, about that. the positivity side is we just, we just got to keep working. Um, there's things every week that we can get better. And if you, focus on the negative then you know it's just going to draw your your results down so um but it's starting to get a little bit more stressful you're you know you're thinking mid-october now um instead of you know september 1st is your first weekend off right uh teams are already wanting new guys to start basically the week after fox raceway <laughs> and you know they're reaching out to our our guys and it, it Yes, yeah, it's, it's a little bit more, but um, my focus is still the same deal. I'm just, yeah, I'm I, in it to win it. You know, Jeremy's in it to win it, and if we can pull it off, it would be, it'd be history. It, it would be. It's going to be a, a hell of a finish, I think. Go ahead, Scotty. Hey, so so being behind the scenes, you know, obviously close to J Mart. This this outdoor season, what is. What, with any kind of underlying thing going on in the background or something that nobody that the the TV viewers couldn't have seen or anything what what was his best race what was the what did he show you the most in out of this season so far uh i mean like with some kind of crazy factor like we don't know his back brake was out or we didn't know that uh, the tire was off or something like that off <laughs> not off but like yeah, the, know, the tires the tire choice yeah, was yeah. off i mean there there's been a couple times couple first motos uh that we've kind of thrown a rear shock at at it uh at the bike and you know um it did really good in some circumstances but it didn't allow him to do say you know what he could do uh for instance spring creek um first moto he got fifth and everybody was like, oh, you know, 
how did Jeremy get fifth? This is his home track. Well, you know, we were trying to make up some time in the sand, and therefore it kind of hindered in some other areas. Uh, so we went back to our original shock, and then you saw the battle in Moto2. You know, that, yeah. that he was the comfortability level, um, it's there, you know, like with what we would call the original shock. Um, but we're trying to improve it in certain circumstances. Um, and then much like WW, you know, like when it, when it was tacky like that, uh, drove the bike down type situation, we wanted a little bit more out of the shock and we may have not gotten it, but, um, I would say that's probably his biggest thing that he's had to hurdle. Uh, sure. we're pretty impressed with the heat, you know, cause we were trying to figure out whether or not he was going to be capable of riding in the heat and i think he's done pretty good um i know that in the past when guys have back surgeries and have metal in there it can increase body temperature a little bit and whatever but he's he's an animal and he's put himself in the right physical shape to be able to handle it um so those are really the only couple things that i feel like he manages it pretty well well, all in all, man, it's been a really impressive year. Uh, you know, I know you, the mechanics, don't always get a lot of credit for the, for the, you know, what's going on during the season, and I think you deserve it, dude. And you, I've always enjoyed talking to you. Uh, I appreciate you coming on for a little bit tonight, Derek. And uh, man, we're we're looking forward to a couple exciting last two rounds, man. Yeah, me too. Uh, we're definitely not out of this thing, and um, it's all in, like. You know, we don't have a sponsor next year, so we need to go earn yeah. one, I guess. And, and um, yeah, we're ready. The The bike's going to be good. Um, I think everybody, you know, they all think the star bike's going to be the one, but we won it in 18 with a slower bike. So I, I feel like we we can do it. we got a great chassis, and um, the guy's willpower is just amazing. So true. Uh, we'll be there. All right, man. Derek, thank you so much, dude. Good luck this weekend. Uh, we be cheering from the TV screen. All right. I appreciate it, guys. All right. Have a see you, night. bud. See ya. Bye. Bye. Derek's cool, man. He, uh, yeah, he's been helping me out and taking care of me with different things for the last couple of years since I met him, which actually, I don't know if those are uh, shrouds could be got on video, which is fine if not, but the, I got some camera McAdoo nice. shrouds above me from last year that, see if we do, that if we Derek do yours, got me hooked up with. Uh, no. Yeah. You'd have to move the camera. So yeah. that's fine. But, uh, Good interview, man. Um, let's take our last commercial break. We'll get John Short and Ryder Floyd on. We'll talk a little bit about them training together, the Nationals they rode this year, our local big pro race coming up, uh, the Pro Challenge, which Ryder discussed on the Privateer Island podcast with Steve a couple, or maybe a week ago. We'll, uh, we'll talk to them for a little bit, and then we'll wrap this thing up. So we'll be right back. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, wait what, what was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No. No, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like... If you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner 
or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W E R X at gmail.com. Okay. That's better. Not good, but better. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. With research and development, they have become a leader in safety and comfort. Fly Racing is worn by many of the top athletes in motocross and supercross, including Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Andrew Short, Damon Bradshaw, and Adam and Tyler Antonap. Seven dudes, Trey. I wear fly shoes. Wear fly shoes. 2019 Fly Racing line includes the popular Light Hydrogen, the new Evolution DST line, the all-new women's light line, a redesigned F2 helmet, the FR5 boot, and Zone and Zone Pro goggles. Fly Racing also has hard parts for mountain bike products and snow gear. Go to flyracing.com or check out your local dealer for more info. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy Lock-On Grips today. Right, we are back. Our next guest of the night is brought to you by Extreme Colors. When you're rolling up to the line with a custom-painted helmet, it's one of the coolest feelings you could have. Kirk Hunter has been painting helmets since 1989, and the read says his price has never changed, but it did just recently change. So now for $395, you can get a one-of-a-kind professional paint job. Contact Kurt at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com or follow him on Instagram. One of our listeners, Baloo, has gotten a number of helmets done, so some of the others. But tonight, Extreme Colors brings us one of our local boys, Mr. Ryder Floyd. What's up, dude? Oh, man, not a lot. How are you guys? Doing good. Uh, was really cool to hear you on the Privateer Island pod recently. Oh yeah, no, that was that was awesome. No, that was definitely awesome that uh, I was able to go on with Steve. That was uh, yeah, good times. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a little uh, unhappy with you for not having my back on the hair. You you, you, were, <laughs> you were down with me cutting my hair, and you should have had my back because I've known you since you were a little punk ass kid on little bikes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so we got, we got a little beef. Oh yeah, no, no, I, you know, I was actually after all that, I've been thinking, like, I, I don't know if the, if the pony comes off, I mean, do you, do you continue on with the bandanas and stuff, you know, is no. there, or is that a whole, is that a whole, like, just a whole change? Yeah, the know? bandana just keeps the hair out of my face, because my hair is so damn long, and it just, like, yeah, the only reason I wear the bandana is to keep the hair out of my face, and honestly, yeah. if I cut the hair, uh, I don't know how Amber may react. She, she may be like, yeah, you know, the only reason I'm interested in you is the only reason we're together is because of your hair. I, I, I don't know. Oh man. Oh man. So, well, yes. yeah, no, I, I put some thought into it and, and, and like, I'm, I'm going to say that I'm on the fence, you know, I, I, uh, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I think it'd be funny to see it go, but man, you, that, that'd be a bummer. See, and I'm at an age now, Ryder, where it might not grow back. Oh man, so, man, my dad, my dad told me the same thing, yeah. you know, well, a while back, and he's still, he's just, he's just growing. Yeah, it's he, not. He's blooming. I'm not cutting it until it starts falling out, and because I'm not going to be like you. Probably don't know this reference, but the old comedian George Carlin was like bald on top, oh, ponytail in the back. <laughs> yeah, that's Steven, the oh, Steven Seagal. That won't be me. So we're keeping the hair, but yeah, next time, dude, you got to have my back, man. You got to tell Mathis you've known me for a long time. You should have told him this, you know that. 
Pope oh, is... yeah, no, I'll definitely. I've been waiting. I'm waiting. I'm excited that you're going up there and doing that. that that's an awesome. Uh, that's an awesome deal. But I'm definitely planning on trying to call in. Hell so. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right. Oh yeah. All right, Ryder. So let's. Uh, I wanted to get John on here with you so I could get you guys kind of making fun of each other and talking about the <laughs> things you learn from each other. But um, Texas boy, we all know that you've been riding with John for a while. Um, we heard your story. I'm sure anybody listening that probably listened to your privateer Island. So we're not going to revisit it, but really what is something that has surprised you this year? You started out last year with, you know, going to Canada, you're doing some supercross this year. You got hurt right away nationals now, but what's something that has surprised you, uh, with the jump to the pro class? Um, Really, I think um, the the biggest surprise that would would be framed by it would just be the intensity. You know, the raw speed of, of of how fast those guys are going. You know, they're yeah, no, they're the the pro level, uh, especially. I mean, the 250 class right now is is stacked. There's so many young guys, and um, yeah, no, really, the intensity and, and and also, you know, that that 35 or that 30 plus two. You know, that that's a uh, Two of those, that, that's a day. You know, that's a, that's a long day of riding, and, and it's only two motos. But you know, to be to be focused in the zone, you know, and 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 you know, doing your best and your your heart rate absolutely max. Yeah, doing two thirty two thirty plus twos at the racetrack is, uh, yeah, pretty wild. But no, it's it's honestly an awesome awesome change. You know, coming from an amateur and going pro. You know, it, the, the schedule of it, and it's honestly, you know, you you, you go on the track. Basically, you know, if, if no LCQ, you go to the track four times on the outdoor, on the outdoor series, and man, those four times are, you know, they're all so important. Um, yeah. So it's that in that part of it's a lot different. You know, it's uh, you're not going out there to, uh, you know, lollygag around or you know kill time. You know, you, you go out there, you've got to be on your absolute A game and and doing your best. You know, with 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 uh, not just set, uh, sections of the track, but putting laps together. Yeah. So. That, that seems to be a pretty common que- uh, answer that we get when we ask that question. Um, I'm going to pause this for just a second, everybody, because John Short seems to be ready, so we'll be right back with him. All right, we are back. We've got John Short online now also with Ryder Floyd. I almost called you Ryder D, dude, but uh, with Ryder <laughs> Floyd. So, John, I was just asking Ryder – you know, with the move up to the pros, like what's something he was surprised about? Gave the typical answer, man, that, you know, you on, in the pro class, you got to be on it 100% of the time. You've been riding with Ryder for a long time. What have you seen? Like, what have, what surprised you about Ryder? Um, I mean, as, as a, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I need pretty easy pretty fast every every day we go ride or every time i see him ride i was uh i don't, I don't know what surprised me about him but i think i think it's just going to take a weekend of getting a good start and running and running up front and he's going to figure some things out and it's all going to kind of click for him so does it how much does it help you to ride with a guy like him you know in practice because it's we we know when you're practicing by yourself let's say it's very hard to keep that intensity up so having a guy like Ryder who you've become friends with, you guys get along, that's got to up your game too, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, riding riding with anybody that's going to sit there and, and ride the motos with you and stuff, it's uh, motivating in itself. So especially when it's your buddy and you can kind of crack jokes and, you know, kind of mess with each other and 
whatever else. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely motivating having guys to ride with that are that are fast and push can push you. Well, Ryder, so he just talked about, you know, you guys having jokes and stuff. There's got to be some inside jokes. What's something – give me something that, you know, is – that John does that's funny. Because John's pretty quiet most of the time. You got, give me yeah. something that we – that, you know, you bust him on. Like, what's, what's – Yeah. Something, um, you got to have something. Man, <laughs> I think a good one would be uh, – um, huh. that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I think uh, – it's something you know uh, that that I I laugh at uh, at people do, but I I do the same thing. Is is when people when when John gets frustrated and gets mad at the practice track, you know, and I, and I've I've been there plenty of times and, and been in the same boots. Uh, but I I love I, I get a good laugh out of anybody uh, at the practice track, you know, just kind of just kind of frustrated with yeah. what's going on, you know, just just kind of red face. Uh, that that that's a good smile for me. And, okay. And, uh, but like I said, <laughs> It's kind of it's kind of one of those things. You know, it happens to me all the time sure. too. It's just uh, it's it's kind of funny just to see see other people. You know, kind of just my buddies doing it. Well, and, uh, we're kind of you know kind of the same goal and, and working for the same thing. And we both want to do really good and and have good starts and yeah and uh, and and put the put the man like Honda and everything up front. And so that's uh, that's something that I kind of. I wouldn't say laugh at or anything like that, but it, it kind of brings a small grin to my face just and, and thinking about the times I've done it too. So. Totally, totally understand. That's the proof, I think, of a good friendship. Scotty, <laughs> Scotty, who's in studio with me, he's new, relatively new to the show, but we have some group texts with TJ, our other guy, and like I, I love nothing more than watching TJ fail at something or struggle or – you know, oh, and, oh yeah. they're brutal, dude. Like, yeah, it, like still trying to get to know them a little bit. Like, it's I'm like I feel awkward <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Like they are kind of keeps you on your toes. Yeah, huh? man. Like you have to be yeah. ready to go because and they'll throw you under the bus if you don't if you oh, don't yeah. agree with either one of Hell them. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, that that that's that's funny. That's funny. Well, yeah. let's talk about this real quick. So, uh, East Texas biggest you know pro race is coming up. The the pro challenge at Swan. Typically, you guys are both there. John, you told me you're not racing it this year. Um, what what's what's up, man? Why are we not going to see you this weekend? So you, uh, I want to see you make some money. Man, I uh, you only you only get so many opportunities to race pro nationals, you know. As a motocross is a young guy's sport, and I uh, so you're going to Lakewood. I feel like I'm yeah. I, okay. I want to go race a pro national and uh, get back on the gate. And I think Swan's a great event. I've, I've been there. I've raced it, and unfortunately, it's on the same weekend as Lakewood. Yeah. Bottom. I I I I thought about you know being an Ironman and racing just a Moto Sunday, but you know the more I think about it, that's just silly. Yeah, it's not really worth it at that point. I don't think, and you're no. you're pushing your body. No. To, yeah, so it's, I get that. I I didn't realize you were going to Lakewood. I guess I kind of assumed since you didn't do WW that you maybe weren't going to race the next couple. No, no, I was fully prepared to race all of them. Right. Starting at Ironman, I just had a practice crash before Millville that um, set me back a okay. couple weeks. So uh, I got back on the bike today and tried to knock some rust off and <laughs> go put my best foot forward at, in Lakewood and at Paula. Uh, Ryder, how about you? So I, you're going to race the Pro Challenge. Uh, I don't know the entry list yet as of this year. Like, I, I texted Cunningham yep. and didn't get a response, but um, – what uh, what are you expecting out of the pro challenge, man? You, you expect to go out and win, or what? You know. I, I... <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm, I'm I'm excited. I, you know, I didn't get to race the pro challenge or anything like that last year, but um, no, part of me definitely is is a little bummed. I really, you know, Colorado, obviously racing a pro national. That that's what I, that's what I want to do, and uh, 
But, uh, you know, this, this weekend for me, um, it kind of led to Swan. Uh, I think that's going to be, you know, for me a little more beneficial. And I'm excited. You know, I don't really, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to try to, I'm not saying I'm going to go in and win or anything. I hope to have really consistent starts and I want to start up front and just, you know, do my best really, uh, go around the track and focus on me. I'm excited that, man, I get the opportunity to be behind the gate this weekend. You know, unfortunately we're not at the pro national, but yeah, right. I know Swan is super pumped for Swan. I think, uh, every year I went last year and I've had a, had fun every year. And, um, yeah, it's something I've never, never won the pro challenge. I, I don't believe I've ever even had a top three finish at the pro challenge. So, it's going to be, yeah, no, I'm excited, you know, we're going to, hopefully we're going to go for two good starts and we're sound two wheels and, and leave healthy. <laughs> sure. Um, so. Yeah, well, me and Scotty will be there. Go ahead, Scotty, yeah. I, I interrupted you, sorry. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pro challenge guy since I was like three years old. So, I've, and uh, last year, uh, John, your and Cunningham's battle was probably one of the best races I've ever seen. And then his bike caught on fire. And that, <laughs> that, that was crazy. And uh, Dramatic effect, for sure. Yeah, and and so like uh, my question for it's two part question. First one for John, um, does I know you, it's probably it makes more sense to go to the Lakewood National, but do you would you make more of a payout coming in Swan? I mean, like you would be kind of the guy, and like we've talked to Ben Lemay about this. You know, his sponsor said that he had to be there <clears throat> to support them, but he's like, if you go one one two one three one. You know the the payout's pretty good. Do you feel like you've missed out on the payout? And then also, kind of what y'all were just talking about, Ryder. Now that a couple of those guys are obligated to be at the nationals at a at a race like this, do you, you kind of put your you know you kind of already answered this, but you you are kind of one of those guys that's going to be up in the front now. Go ahead, John. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think. Go ahead, Ryder. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I I mean. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to think, you know, um, where I go and race, I, I want to be up front, no matter where we're at. Really, um, you know, no expectations. I haven't. I haven't, you know, raced Swan in a little bit, and but uh, I'm excited. It's going to be an awesome weekend. It looks like the weather is going to be beautiful. So. Oh yeah, perfect. Um, oh, John, uh, go ahead, John. No, oh. I. Uh, yeah, sorry. As far as like you know, the payout concerned and stuff. Um, I, I think unless you're really racing both classes. And, and, uh, you know, I don't think it's too big of a difference. Um, you know, Lakewood's not that far. And, right. And, you know, I, what, what you make at Lakewood, what you make it for a challenge, I, I feel like uh, for me, I man, I'm not going to come out that much different either way if I went 1-1 with what I made last year versus going to race the pro, cha- pro national. So, um, But I think the pro challenge is an awesome event. I wish there were more in flow. We're losing you, John. Can go. Oh, we we lost you for a second. Yellow. Yeah, you're good. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I just said I wish there was more events like the Pro Challenge, yep. more more uh, events popping up. You know, where local guys could kind of showcase their talent, like myself and Ryder and all these guys around here, to go put on a show and you know try and put a little cash in their wallet so they can keep chasing that dream of racing their motorcycle. Yeah, we, we had Rod Bell on a little while ago, and like, we've talked about this before. Guys in your position, uh, still basically privateers, you know, the, the, the line of what a privateer is has changed. But you guys aren't getting rich racing. So having some races like that to go to and be able to make some pocket money, you know, I think there was one in Florida a few weeks ago, and there was one in Iowa. But then you still got to travel, right? So if you're not close to those races, it almost 
doesn't make sense. Even Chiz told me a couple years ago, I was trying to get him out here for the Pro Challenge. He said, dude, if I don't win, then I don't really – like, it, do, it doesn't make it worth my while to drive all the way to Texas unless I win, and you can't guarantee you're going to win. I guess that's part of racing. But, yeah, it'd be nice if there was a lot more of these around the country that you guys could hit up because we all know the Nationals don't pay much. Yeah, I mean, to put it into perspective, uh, you know, as far as races being all across the country that pay well, they really do only pay well to win unless you live over right by it. Like, we live right by the Pro Challenge. So if we blow a wheel out and only come out 300 bucks ahead that weekend, I mean, no big deal. But if you drive to Florida and don't absolutely whole shot and win everything, well, then you drove across the country to do a race that probably wasn't that important to you, you know, and really just wasted your time and money. So, um, but, you know, it'd be cool to see promoters, stepping up and trying to do more events like Swan, like the Pro Challenge, but it does take a lot of money and effort, yep. so definitely it's tough for everybody. So, uh, Ryder, uh, TJ, you know you know TJ Smith? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just texted me. Yeah, okay, yeah, he just texted me and said that you need to punt Doc this weekend, so <laughs> I guess when you're lapping Doc, you know, you could you know give him a little elbow. <laughs> Oh man, that's, that's funny. No, I'm. I'm a, that's. A, I haven't seen TJ in a little while, so that'll be awesome to see TJ again. I, I've seen Doc a couple times uh, riding during the week yeah. in the last. Though, so. Well, hopefully TJ. I think he's going to make the pro challenge too. So we'll definitely all come by and say hi to you. Uh, last thing I want to ask you guys before I let both of you go: uh, if everything goes hopefully as planned, we have Supercross next year. Uh, do either of you know if you're going to be able to stick with the team and this team's going to make a run at Supercross? Do you know anything, uh, John? Uh, John doesn't know a whole lot about any of it. Okay, all right. <laughs> I've uh, I I really don't. Um, I, I know I know the team owner. I know everybody involved. Is probably pretty gung ho about going racing. So I imagine the team will be going racing and everything. And I'd like to think I'd be a part of the organization because um, yeah. we had a great great time this year. So. But as far as like any anything official, I I really don't. We haven't had any type of meeting or sat down. Well, I, I would imagine it's very hard to even make those decisions when we don't know if there's gonna be a Supercross and if there is. You know, the the rumor is the schedule should come out mid October. Probably some double and triple headers at stadiums that allow fans, which would be good for you guys because that would mean Dallas. As of now, anyway, if you could have two or three races at Dallas, that'd be super fantastic. Uh, but it's hard for anybody to make any plans, Ryder, right now, I think. Yeah, no, for sure. And, uh, no, I mean, like John said, you know, I think, uh, man, the, everybody in the team, the, the effort was maxed out all year long. And, and you know, just when it was uh, uncertain at times, you know, they, ever, they all stepped up and, and, and put it together to go go uh, go racing some this summer. Yep. And, and uh but uh, yeah, no. Hopefully, you know, we we see some we see a schedule soon, and and uh, we can kind of start planning and start working for that. You know, that's the uh, that's definitely what uh, what I would like to do. And and uh, yeah, no. But uh, I'm definitely happy that everything is kind of, you know, how they have they've done a lot for they've done a lot just to keep us going. And, right. Uh, that's a right. Special. So absolutely. No. Hopefully, hopefully we get a schedule soon. That's, that's going to be awesome to see. And and Dallas three uh, some some double headers or whatever at Dallas that that'd be that'd be awesome on the travel schedule. That'd be <laughs> it sure awesome. would. <laughs> I like it. Let's just do the whole season at Dallas. Maybe one at Houston. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I'm down. Yeah. 
Uh, Go ahead, Scott. Sure. I just wanted to say, you know, being a local guy, I've seen, you know, y'all are the pros that I've seen around, and I, y'all are, y'all are inspiring. And I just want to say, y'all both do a great job, and I pull for both y'all. And and Ryder, we actually have a uh, a mutual friend who uh, Hunter Brasher who passed away um, not too long ago. Oh yes, yes. And yeah. uh, I just wanted to say, man, like, uh, you know, he, we and him always, he was one of my roommates, and we always talked about moto and stuff, and he always brought you up. And uh, you you doing that is 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 a big inspiration, and I, he's watching you, man. And and I hope the best for you, and everything's going yeah. good. So, yeah, that's, just uh, that that is awesome. That means a lot coming from you. Have uh, yeah, no, that that is awesome to hear. So, and, yeah, uh, yeah. If, if y'all are at the pro challenge for for sure, come say hello. Oh yeah, we've already call. got a uh, we already we so we have memberships out at Swan, so we've already got our spot. We trailer dropped already, so we're down. Heck yeah. When you come down the M and M's down the back part, we're down there at that bottom little reservoir down there. So we're okay. there, and then we'll we have a golf cart, and we'll be around. So yep. I'll, we'll we'll see you guys. I'm gonna come. We'll come talk to yeah. you. Yeah. Best of luck. Well, definitely come slow for sure. Yeah. And uh, that, I really appreciate it. That's uh, that's awesome to hear, and and uh, I take the same. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm about to wrap this thing up. I appreciate you, both of you guys coming on. I consider you guys both uh, friends. Ryder, I will come find you and do an interview with this with you this weekend. John, sorry, you're going to miss out on on the interviews that you love to do. <laughs> Since you're going to Lakewood, I won't be seeing you. I'm, I know you're disappointed. I'm I'm very disappointed. I, I we hadn't done an interview in a while. I, I miss seeing it, Jamie. I always get the vibe that you don't really love doing them. You just do them to to appease me. No, I I guy like me, so I did. Anybody wants to talk? <laughs> well, all right, guys. Hey, both of you, good luck this weekend. John, go out there and kill it. Uh, I'm, I'm pro- I just had, like I said, I had Rod Bell on. I told him the same thing. I'm probably going to have you on my fantasy team. I know how much that means to you. So uh, let's 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 go out and kill it, man. Just pull me out of it. Pull me out of the fantasy. Okay, you're off my better. team now. You're officially off my team with that attitude. All right. Daddy. All right. Well, hey. thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. Guys. John, Ryder, thanks. Good luck this weekend, um, and we'll talk to both of you soon. Oh, yeah. Thanks. You guys Bye-bye. have a good evening. You talk too. Soon. Take yeah. care. All right. Uh, John Short, Ryder Floyd, a couple of our Texas guys. Like I said, I, I've been it's, watching. It's Ryder, different when you've seen them at the yeah. track. Ryder know? used to train, man, I want to say on 65s with my buddy Michael Gage up in Gilmer yeah. for a little bit. and. Like so, I've been watching him since he was little, you know, and yeah, cool, cool to see them both doing so well. Um, all right, so we're gonna start wrapping this show up. Um, once again, I want to thank all of our sponsors, our title sponsor, a Cherubies USA, Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors, Berm Lords Graphics, and Jersey Design ID Design. Uh, you guys, if you're looking for a graphics kit, you know, for your bike. Don't worry, it doesn't have to have as many logos as mine if you guys hate my logos. And if you want your jerseys done, you've seen mine on my Instagram. But Berm Lords is definitely killing it. They're getting uh, a lot of our listeners, actually, from what I understand, has reached out to them. So check out Berm Lords. X-Brand Goggles. If you guys need some new goggles, hit me up. Darkside at uh, MX. Jesus, can't even do my own email. <laughs> Come on, email. man. <laughs> DarksideMX3 at AOL.com. Well, I have like four different emails. I've got Darkside at PulpMX. I've got the Moto X-Pod show one, so anyway. That would confuse me, if too. If you want some goggles, darksidemx3 at AOL.com. I'll hook you up. Uh, we'll get you some good deals. Shock socks, all sport dynamics, blood lubricants, fly racing, and power band racing all on board. Don't forget to go to patreon.com 
if you want to try to support the show, uh, we we got a number of listeners doing that right now, and it's we're stockpiling that money away for when Supercross kicks back up. So uh, yeah, I'm so pumped. Don't forget the giveaway with the dirty rocker soap. Anything else that you can think uh, of? Anything you want to say? Anything to the YouTube? Just uh, anybody local peeps? that's going to be at Pro Challenge. Um, I'm definitely going to be running around. Come, I, I, y'all heard where I was at in that last interview. Y'all uh, come holler at me. Um, we, I'm in. It's the final round of the Lone Star Series. Oh and, yeah. And I'm. Um, we're in a top. We're a top four riders within five points of the two short class. So I know everybody's there to watch the uh, the big class. But if you if you happen to find that race on the race order yeah i'll be out there on the o2 cr 125 so we'll see what happens <laughs> like i told you my only problem with this race this weekend and i go almost every year but it's usually after nationals over yeah exactly i'm not real big on going to this race while lakewood's going on well just and you Sunday. and jt are like oh just watch it on your phone or you said you can watch it in the trailer but dude i want to i want to have my big screen just tv go sunday then and my ice cream and my cokes and my notepad, and my Discord, and all my chat rooms. Do that Saturday, and then come out Sunday. That's that may be what I do. I don't. I don't know. I'll figure it out. That's the second motos. That's when all the overall. And I also, and you know, I got to get prepared to fly out to go see Pulp. I got to get ready for my 49ers to kick some butt Sunday night. It, it's a busy weekend, dude. Yeah, a lot going on. Hey, don't bail out because you because you gave TJ crap about bailing out earlier, so you can't bail out now. Bail out on what? I'm coming out. I mean, I oh, know I'll, I'll be there. I just I don't. The same thing as the show. I just but. don't know if I'll be there both days. Yeah, and I'm, I'm always going to give Sunday. TJ crap because TJ sucks. Well, and Doc's racing. You just yeah. said Doc's racing, and with like we were just talking about with all those other people that having obligations to be there. Yeah. it's, it's going to be. It's going to be a different pro challenge than what we're typically lo- those used guys to. Like, that I mean, usually getting eighth and like ninth. Michael Lessie's showing up before. He could still show up, right? But I, I mean, Lemay's not going to be there. Yeah. Um. Alessi, I didn't have an answer, answer, so I don't know. I was out there in the intermediate expert practice, and Alessi came by me, and uh, I was, I like hit an inside rut, and he gave me like a whoop whoop because like get out of the way, like, get out of the way. <laughs> That's stupid, dude. No, I had the line. Go around. Yeah, I mean, I took the inside line. Yeah. Man, what do you want me to do? He passed <sighs> me. Those guys and, just think that they like to are like they deserve like whatever spot they want. I hear, I hear a 450, but I was on a YZ 250, yeah. by the way. And I, I hear a 450 behind me. I'm hammering it to the corner. I'm holding my line. I'm on the inside, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Ooh, by the way, I finally got the 06 running. You got I it. I was so stoked, dude. It fired, it fired up and <clears throat> had to do a little carburetor adjustment. You should, you should go do the Friday night race. Oh, that bike's not ready to race. Well, go, go race your other one. No, Friday night, Friday night, I think we'll be doing some band stuff. Cause Amber's middle daughter's in the band at high school, so we'll probably be doing oh, that. Oh, okay. yeah, I saw you. I saw you. Yeah, and I'm not. I can't race, dude. You, we talked. Did we talk about this at the Johnsonville? Like my hand nut is oh, numb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No way, mind. dude. I wrote literally rode the 06 around in the lot, right across and the street. You were already done. No, I like my hands started going numb doing that, oh, and my yeah. shoulder was like, I got serious nerve issues, dude. I got to get it figured out. But pillow tops. If, if I don't, I won't be riding. Uh, who knows ever. Maybe. Oh, uh, TJ. Uh, TJ said he's uh, he's racing his RM. Okay. And what else we got? See now you're you're quiet again. But anyway, what else we got before we wrap this thing up on YouTube? Uh, Mike Golden joined last minute. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah. We're, sorry, he's missed. Sorry, you missed it. And, yeah, this uh, is the end, boys. Sorry, man. We uh, we're at about an hour and forty minutes right now, but you can always rewatch on YouTube. Supposedly, yeah. hopefully it sounds okay. I think from some of the comments I got, it sounded good. Let's wrap this thing up, though. Okay. That's it for 175. <clears throat> like I said, probably no show next Tuesday because I will be traveling back from Vegas 
Uh, but we'll be back in two weeks with 176. Anybody that wants to help out with the wrap-up show next week, Monday night, listen, take your notes, take your time stamps if you can when stuff happens so I can go back and find it, and just email it, that stuff, email to darkside at pulpmex.com. But it'll mean a lot for you guys to help me out with that, and I'll probably make a post about it too. And, and I plan on being on the YouTube chat while I'm in studio so yeah. I can kind of – at least let people know. I don't know how much I'll pay attention I'm, to I'm going to try to call in. I may not get in, but I'm going to try. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's easy to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, it's a wrap for 175. Thanks, for everybody, for hanging out and listening. We're gone.